and you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. Okay, so this is going to be, I, I'm just thinking out loud and I figured I would notate um, on an audible device while I uh, think out loud. So I'm reading my, uh, my internet stuff here and I'm going through some articles and, and I understand according to NBC News on an article that is on my default page, okay? Um, the story is by Chantel De Silva and Josh Craddock, and this was two hours ago. The story is Georgia resident dies from rare brain eating amoeba. Now I now I am not a doctor, but I am taking sciences. I am a student at Harvard University, and um, I'm I'm an online student at Harvard University. I currently my studies are neuroscience microbiology and some uh, justice courses so my question is okay so basically the article reads a Georgia resident has died from a rare brain eating amoeba after they were likely infected while swimming in a freshwater lake or pond officials said the resident who has not yet been identified died after being exposed to a neglegia phalaria Neglaria foul Larry. Neglaria foul Larry. Which can cause a rare infection that destroys brain tissue. Causing brain swelling and usually death. The Georgia Department of Public Health said in a news release Friday. It was not clear exactly when the resident died or where they were swimming when they contracted the infection. So let me just park it here. It was not clearly exactly. It was not clear exactly when the resident died. I don't know how that is possible. How do you not know when the resident died? If the so, if an autopsy has not been done, obviously the body was discovered at some point. If the body is cold, that means it has been. That means the person has been deceased for at least an hour okay at least an hour okay i know because when my brother died we were there when he passed away so it took the body about an hour to an hour and a half to get cold so it was not clear exactly when the resident died i don't know how that's possible how do you not know when the resident not died and the article is two hours old and this is the 31st 
and when did this the set the news release was friday so now we're at monday so some at some sometime sometime what i i, I don't so this is okay that's that this is this article i don't understand so i don't understand how the resident you don't know when exactly the resident died even without an autopsy you can you can basically ballpark if you're a medical um professional you can ballpark when the when the when the deceased actually became deceased so let's okay so let me move on from there now this says it was not clear exactly when the resident died or where they were swimming when they contracted the infection so if you don't know where they were swimming when they contracted the infection how can you assume that the infection came from as per the article freshwater lake or pond because by your own admission according to your source they were swimming when they contracted the infection but yet you say you, you don't know where they were swimming when they contracted the infection so this statement directly denotes that there's a possibility that the swimming um that uh it's a lie it, it, it's 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 inaccurate so let me not say a lie but let me say there is inaccuracies in this source's statement because i tell you why if you do not know where they were swimming you cannot say that it was then in fact they contracted this amoeba and said waters which means that it most likely was not an amoeba that caused uh the death of the said person now if you have now let me say this if you have ran um if you've taken any form of mris or cat scans and it revealed an, an amoeba in the brain then i could see okay this person has died and has contracted an infection from said amoeba but if you have no cat scan no mri that directly denotes an amoeba in the brain if you have taken blood work and it is um suggesting infection then that means there are signs of infection okay so infection starts from the inside and it makes it wave and and it makes itself visible outward so for instance there is if you're if you have an infection on the inside you may find swelling in certain areas you may be red and warm in certain areas um you may develop rashes or some sort of uh lesions on the outside if there's an infection there may be irritation you understand so so infection when it occurs starts occurring on the inside and then becomes evident on the surface of the body in physicality physicality wise so this so this source's statement does not make sense it doesn't make sense and if i was a publisher or if i was a writer or journalist i would never write something i would never publish something that does not make sense you can never just publish something because it comes from a source you have to think about what's being said because your name is attached to the article so it was not clear exactly when the resident died I don't know how that's possible or where they were swimming when they contracted the infection. I don't know how that was possible because the body had to be found somewhere. Someone had to take the body to the morgue or to the hospital or from the said place to another place in order for the person to be um, declared dead. So this doesn't make sense. Now let me keep going.
Negleria falleri is an amoeba single cell living organism that lives in the soil and warm freshwater lakes, rivers, ponds, and hot springs. The health department said it noted that the amoeba is not found in salt water or in properly treated drinking water or swimming pools. Single cell living organisms. Hmm. Now, uh, Let me keep reading. The amoeba is known as the brain-eating amoeba because it can cause a brain infection when water containing the amoeba goes up the nose. Because it can cause a brain infection when the water containing the amoeba goes up the nose, the health department said it cannot infect people who have swallowed and it is not spread from person to person, department noted. So you mean to tell me can travel through the nose to the brain but when you consume it by mouth it's it, it, it does not go into the intestines it does not go into the stomach area it does not go into uh listen this okay so this I don't know health department I don't know who's making this statement they obviously didn't go to medical school this is this is wrong this is wrong. Because obviously an amoeba swims. Okay. It, okay. So they have labeled it as a brain eating amoeba. It's a single cell living organism. It's a living organism. Okay. It is a living organism. And if it can get through the nose and travel to the brain. Surely it can live within side of the host in other parts of the body okay so I don't know if this is medical it's in the medical books or, or what have you but brain eating amoeba I would relabel that it, it's not brain eating amoeba an amoeba if it can it's a single cell living organism it's a living organism which means within the host it can live in any parts of the body and it thrives off of the tissue, which means there are tissues in other parts of your body. So, okay, so let me let me keep going. I'm gonna read this last paragraph. The deadly infection is rare, with only about three people in the United States contracting it each year. But these infections are usually fatal, the health department said. What health department? Where is this? Where is this? No, because that's not data. Data says that it is not a rare uh, infection. I, because you know what? I, I, I watch those uh, cable shows. Um, the uh, I think one is called The Monster Inside Me. So this is very common, actually. No, I watch shows like that. And uh, this is inaccurate. Excuse me. In the United States. Three people in the United States. That is inaccurate. That's not what data says. I don't know. This That's inaccurate. I know that for a fact. From the television show that I watch alone. These are real cases. Alone. Okay. And it's a weekly show. So this is inaccurate. Okay. That's just based on my on my, on my um, television programming. But anyway. <laughs> 
I'm gonna have to edit some of this because I'm I'm losing I'm 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 getting passionate over what I'm saying again. Okay, so let me just make one final statement about this article. It says that the Georgia resident has died from a rare brain eating amoeba. All right, okay. So according to them, they the person died from the brain eating amoeba and brain swelling, and this is wrong. Okay, it's wrong. It's wrong. Either the amoeba, okay, either they died from the single cell living organism consuming the tissue of the brain or brain swelling. It's very simple. It's either or. It can't be both. It can't be both. It just can't be both. When you eat, what are you doing? You're consuming. When you consume, what happens? What happens? It goes away. You take a hamburger, you consume the hamburger. It doesn't get larger, it gets smaller. So either the patient died. It's very simple. It's very simple logic. Either the patient died from the amoeba consuming the tissue of the brain. Or they died from brain swelling. Either or. Because both cannot happen simultaneously. Because as the amoeba is consuming the tissue, the brain... Okay, okay, all right. So you, you understand what I'm saying. Either or. Now, if the article said that the amoeba inside, if the amoeba, in, in, if the amoeba inside gets larger as it's consuming the tissue of the brain, that is more logic that I can understand because the amoeba is then taking up residence in the head of said patient and causing internal damage okay so get this together get these people I don't know who I, I, I you know I you need to properly inform the uh, the parents of said child or grandparents or relatives because this is this report is wrong the health their health department is wrong Georgia is wrong the police department is wrong the medical professionals are wrong okay so listen this is New York speaking. Y'all wrong. So get get it together. No, this is the source is wrong. Oh, source is wrong. That's why when you go to school, you got to go to New York or LA. You you, you listen if you're in the states because that's wrong. <laughs> it's it's a no. Okay, it's a no. I just had to. Uh, it's 15 minutes into my podcast. That's a no. Okay, my next article, uh, this article is, uh, regarding, uh, is, is the New Indian Express. I'm doing world news right now. Kerala, newlywed couple, Ken dies after falling into river while taking selfie. Hmm near a river 
The young couple and their kin had gone to the riverbank for sightseeing when the tragedy struck them. A newlywed couple and their kin had a fatal fall into a river while taking selfie near the river. I don't know how to pronounce the name of the river, so I'm saying the river. The bodies of the young couple were fished out of Palakalal River on Sunday. The body of their kin, Ansel Khan, 22, was recovered on Saturday night. The body of their kin, Ansel Khan, 22, was recovered on Saturday night. Sadiq, 28, and his wife, Nofaya Noshad, 21, got married on July 16th. The young couple were invited by a relative for a feast. Thus, the couple arrived at the house of Anzal Khan in Pelako, Panchayat, on Saturday. Saturday was of the 20, today's the 31st, 30th, 29th. Saturday was the 29th. 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th. It was 13 days uh, since they had been married. After having lunch, the newlywed, along with Hansel Khan, went to the river bank on two motorcycles for sightseeing. They were trying to take photographs on their mobile phones when they fell into the river and drowned, says sources. Some local people who came to fish in the river found and some local people who came to fish in the river found the footwear and motorcycles and informed police. The police launched a search operation after which the bodies were recovered. Now I have some questions here, just based on the public information that I have. Since I don't have further details, it's just based on the generic, the general uh, information I have. Excuse me. This was posted yesterday at six eighteen in the morning, and I'm assuming that time is uh, New York time. So. My question is one. It, it says that the young couple and they were they from India? Were they from Israel? Were they visiting? Because my first point is uh, in regards to this article, if they were not from India or Israel, okay, vicinity, it would make sense to go sightseeing and take pictures. Normally, if you're from New York, you're not going to go to Manhattan to sightsee because you're from the area. You understand, right? If you're from Los Angeles, you're not going to spend weeks on, uh, you know, Hollywood Walk of Fame taking pictures of the stars. You, you, you know, you, you go to work every day. And you, you know, you, you, you know, you walk on the stars every day. You understand. So if the couple were, was not from the area from the country, from India or, or from Israel, then it would make sense for them to go sightseeing. So if the source says they went sightseeing and they were from the area, it's not true. It's not true. 
It's not true. You have to understand people and you have to understand uh you have to understand uh the psyche of a human being. Normally we don't sightsee in the areas we're from. It bores us. We we see it every day. So that's that it, it, it so again I don't have too much information. I'm just I'm just going on based on the public information I see here. Then it says that the newlywed couple, so it was 13 days. They got married on the 16th, I believe the article says. The article says July 16th. We are not at July 31st. The accident happened somewhere on or about Saturday, this past Saturday, I'm assuming. So they have been married roughly 13 for 13 days. Uh, the couple arrived at the house of Anzal Khan in Palakko Panchayat on Saturday. And it said that they took two motorcycles for sightseeing. Now, I already disclosed how I feel about the sourcing. They went for sightseeing. If they're from the area, that's not true. Okay. On two motorcycles. Now... They went on two motorcycles. So, according to the article, it was the married couple, along with a, an additional member of the family. All three were found dead. They recovered the first body, the, the, the family member first, and then they recovered the uh, bodies of the married couple second, according to the article. Apparently, it was said that they were taking pictures from their mobile phones and they fell into the river and drowned. So, if the source says this, your next question should be, well, how do you know? Because there has to be an eyewitness. Not a witness. It has to be an eyewitness. Someone who saw the accident. Someone who had a visual of the fall and watched them take the pictures and watched them fall into the river and then went help. Then went get then and then they proceeded to go get help. So how do you know? How do you know they were not uh, murdered and thrown into the river? How do you know they didn't? Uh, commit suicide how do you know uh so these are the questions i would have as authorities um as, as as law enforcement there so was there an eyewitness was there an eyewitness three people dead in the same area that's a lot of people so all three so my thing is all three fell in was it at the same time did somebody go in and try and rescue one another all three fell in at the same time taking pictures nobody learned the lesson from the first person so yeah so this is a little this is a little weird to me it's a little weird Some local people who came to fish in the river found the footwear and motorcycles. So they found footwear and motorcycles and informed the police. So apparently they went into the river with no shoes on. 
because you're, if you, let me tell you something. If you, unless they were flip flops, if they were not flip flops, okay, then those shoes should have been on their feet falling into the river because their intention was not to marinate in that position. Their intention, if in fact they were taking pictures, right, the shoes would be on their feet. If they're slipping by accident, they're not pausing and say, hold on a minute, I can't finish this fall till I take off my shoes. You understand. So if they were not flip-flops or slides, then the shoe should be should be should have been on their feet going into the river as they slipped and fell taking from, from taking the pictures. So you know, so just this is all the information I have, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm just reading some weird articles. It's, it's stuff does if it doesn't make sense to me, then most likely it's something something's not right. If it doesn't make sense, something is something is not right. One thing about logic is that it always makes sense. It always makes sense. So, uh, okay. So that's that article. I'll do one more. Just a moment. Okay. The last article. Excuse me. Oh, I had to stretch. <laughs> the last article. Uh, I tell you. I, I've got to get into a venue or something, right? Because I'm... I catch myself. I'm disclosing personal information about me too often. I, I'm pulling up my bra strap on camera. I, I, I forget that this is going out to the world. <laughs> I'm stretching and, and whatnot. Okay, so listen, my mannerisms are just very lax when I'm home doing at my home office desk and I'm podcasting. Okay, so... This article, okay, let me click on it, this is annoying, these little pop-up ads are annoying, I, can I, can you get away from me, I'm trying to see the title here, Cypress Court Hands British Man a two-year prison term for killing his ailing wife to spare her pain. So, uh, I'm not going to read the entire article. But in jest, this man, he's very old in age. Um, his wife was very, very sick, apparently with a blood disorder. And she was in, she was in a lot of pain. He couldn't take it anymore. And out of out of he said love and in, in the fact that he just couldn't take her cries anymore it was a it was it was a random it was a random moment and he suffocated her by placing his hands over her mouth and nose in a recliner as she sat in their home he said he just couldn't take her weeping and crying he doesn't have a criminal record and he's never done anything like this before He's very old. He's an, he's an older man. And he did it out of love. He is now almost 80 years of age. Um, since he has done... Uh, he, he got two years. He was sentenced to... I believe the article said two years. He did about 18 months in custody. And so there... 
could be a release by August 18th, according to the publicized uh, information on this article. Hunter had faced a charge of premeditated murder, but the court found in its Ju July 21st ruling that the prosecution didn't prove beyond a reasonable doubt that there was premeditation in his actions. Now, if the woman actually, if she really did have it, have it, I'm sure you, this has been verified, but if the, if the, if the senior, his, his wife did in fact have a very painful uh, a journey during the course of her ailment and he couldn't and he lived with her he just could not take the pain of listening to her cries and weeping and screaming that can be very uh, that can be very taxing on your mind body and soul that can be very disheartening that can be very stressful that can be very painful for the recipient who is then hearing listening to their loved one uh, die every day um i'm not condoning this because it, it, it is god who then uh in his time will it take her home now her end date would have been the same because you can't die before your time so there is a time that God calls you into the world and there is a predestined time that you are to expire, transition, or die. Now, sinners die, but Christians, we transition. So her end date would have been the same. If she died on Friday at 3.45 on, uh, in the afternoon, it would have been the same, but her journey would have been different. How she went would have been different. You cannot go before your time. The God decides that. Okay, you cannot go before your time. Now, what this man had done was he took it into his own hands. But it was not premeditated according to the article. So I would choose to believe this if in fact he lived with her and he loved her and he just couldn't take it anymore and he said, I, you have to go. You have to, you need peace. You, you need peace. And I love you. I can't see you like this anymore. I do not condone this. But I understand. I understand it. Um... So this woman's her end date. If she passed away on again Friday at three forty-five, she was she would have still passed away at Friday at three forty-five. But her but her transition, the way she got there, would have been different. Okay, because you know, thou shall not murder. That's part of the Ten Commandments, and you you cannot take that into your own hands. You are not God, capital G. You just you cannot. So you cannot die before your time. Okay, you just can't. Okay, God has a predetermined time when your hourglass has stopped running or when your heart has stopped beating. Even if they, uh, you know, uh, try and revive you and resuscitate you, you won't because it is your time. Now, those who are resuscitated, it is not their time yet. And therefore, God has, God works through other people. He will then use doctors and nurses to then uh, uh, extend your life on earth by medicine and medical equipment. 
And that's another reason why you cannot take it into your own hands, family members, to then cut off said medical equipment because you think they'll never recover. Now, I know for a fact if they're brain dead, you can recover. Okay, you can. You can recover. The only time you cannot recover is if your heart stops and it does not beat again. You cannot live without a heart. Okay, you can't... If the heart stops, stops beating for an X amount of time and, it, and they try to resuscitate you and it does... Listen, it's a no. It's a no. But I, but trust me when I say, if you are brain dead, there is a possibility you can live again. Okay? Especially with the technology that is now evolving within the medicine uh, field. Now, it would require me to, to, to disclose uh, the, the function of the brain, the tissue... Uh, it requires me to disclose because you know I'm just being a student right now. You get a little excited when you learn new things in school. I'm I'm a online medical. I'm an online student uh, at Harvard University, so it would require me to really disclose and expound on neuroscience. But if you are brain dead, you can be you can be revived again. You can come back. You can, you can, you can. You absolutely can. So, uh, it is not for you. It is not for you to uh, pull the plug. You should never pull the plug. When God is ready to call them home and he says that's it, it doesn't matter what they're hooked up to, they will then leave. And if it requires them to be on medical equipment for another two or three days, for another week, for another two months, then you should allow it because that means somebody that means that uh, that means that perhaps there is some closure that is needed within the family and, and that you know sometimes people need just extra time and God understands that but again it, it does it does default back to the first statement I've made it sounds contradicting but it's not how they go uh, the journey you change the journey for the person the end date and the time is the same but you change the journey okay you understand you change the journey for the person and you should never take it into your own hands because that's bible thou shall not murder you cannot take it into your own hands to pull the plug it's not for you to pull the plug God will then transition the Christian into infinity, into heaven, into paradise because his timing is perfect and he knows how much they can take and how much you can take. It is murder when you pull the plug. You need to know this because you are not God, capital G. And doctors cannot tell you that it's alright because legalities in the United States say it's okay. God says it's not okay. Even if, uh, you know, it's just, it's a no. It's not okay. So again, everyone, and you know, you have an expiration date. Everyone must go somehow, some way. 
but you decide your journey based upon your lifestyle and, and your love walk you can either go in your sleep or you can be chopped up into ten tiny pieces of fountain in the woods somewhere you understand so the journey is really predicated upon your lifestyle and your heart for God and your love walk because God honors faithfulness and he rewards good behavior okay and karma remembers your name good or bad so depending upon the seed you sow during the course of your life will most likely predicate that which how you will go into uh, glory did you make your journey rough and hard or will you pass away beautifully in your sleep but you cannot die before your time that is Bible you just can't you can't die before your time God is creator and he is father and he loves his children and he decides when you transition and when you go into glory so uh, with this particular man he is almost 80 years of age but I would suggest um, mandating him to uh, counseling and therapy after his release he needs to talk it out he needs to work it out okay so I understand that most likely they probably uh, had a form of rehabilitation in where he was incarcerated but he I would suggest mandating him to the next at least the next six months to a year and in therapy intense therapy and counseling that would be that that would what I I would suggest um, that's what I would do anyway but I understand sometimes people just they do things they they in in, in a moment and it, I don't condone it it's wrong but um, if this was the case then I, I, you know, I understand the judge's ruling. You know, this man, he doesn't have a record. He's never done like this, any, anything like this before. He's almost 80. He, he may have ailments. And so, uh, but I would suggest definitely therapy and counseling. And, um, and um, I, I don't condone it, but I do understand it. And with that being said, uh... This has been Alisa Ann Giles podcast. I am Lisa Ann Giles Trinity. I love God and I love you. And one day, hopefully, you will love me back. Um, today's date again is the 31st of July, 2023. Have a uh, wonderful day and uh, may you find peace in the love of God.
of who you were before. You could always be a better version of who you were before.